Hi there, my name's Pete, this is Social Distancer. Oh, beautiful, two seconds. Now, uh, last week our focus was the Democratic National Convention. I don't think that I'll be covering the uh, Republican National Convention at all next week. Well, probably Trump, whatever he fucking says. But I probably won't clip that fucker. I'd like to clip him. <laughs> you know what I mean? I clip round the ear. Um, not clip the audio, which is my first... Yes. So anyway, old uh, Biden's been um, given an interview to ABC, which is going out tonight. It's the first time that Biden and Harris have, um, you know, kind of done a broadcast interview since accepting the nominations for president and vice president candidates, respectively. Anyway, here is what Biden has to say. Watch me. Mr. President, watch me. Look at us both. What we say, what we do, what we control, what we know, what kind of shape we're in. Come on. This Look, I think it's a legitimate question to ask anybody over 70 years old whether or not they're fit and whether they're ready. But uh, I just, the only thing I can say to the American people, it's a legitimate question to ask anybody. Watch me. Let's put the attacks aside then. The American people remember Ronald Reagan was... Yeah, let's put the attacks aside and shut the fuck up. Now, watch me. God, that is going to be clipped to heck, isn't it? Yes, clipped again. Clip, clip. Uh, and you can imagine. What did you say? What? Look, look at what I do. Look at what I say. Look at how I comb my hair. Look at how I... Etc. <laughs> anyway, there we go. It's uh, obviously, you know, it's, let's see what happens. Uh, because he then goes on to say, oh, yeah, I'll definitely run again in four years' time. But let's see what happens. Because he's going to be 78 in January. And as he himself said, you know, obviously it's fair dues. You know, fair dues. If Gordon Brown was 70 years old, you would ask Gordon Brown, Gordon Brown, what's it like being 70 years old? Anyway, two really quick things to say. Twin Demick, hopefully... I'm the first person to that, that have said that to you, yeah, because you're going to hear a lot of that in the next couple of months. This is the idea of a twin pandemic, the flu, the old, you know, the kind of nice flu that only kills whatever it is, 30,000 people a year. The, the common flu that we get every uh, winter and COVID-19 like attacking us, you know, like twins, like the fucking Cray twins. I don't know why it's called, not called duo, duo pandemic, duodemic, twindemic, twindemic. Anyway, everyone's saying twindemic and duodemic, I think is much better. Or Craydemic, you know, because twins are, in my experience, they're kind of sensitive souls. They don't attack people apart from the Crays. And the other thing is, uh, everybody is describing the Democrats as having a problem reaching um, the blue-collar voters. And there's this new way of describing blue-collar voters. It is the people that have showers after work rather than people that have showers before work or, indeed, people that have showers during work. So there we go. I've heard that a lot, man. I mean, I've been listening, obviously, to you know, stuff around the Democratic National Convention. But everyone's saying that. So I thought, oh, fucking, I'm going to jump on that fucking bus. Yeah. So hopefully I'm the first person to say that. If you're like, you know, listening in the States, probably not. 
because everyone seems to be saying it. Like, is that the only thing you're saying? Right, anyway, um, interesting couple of bits and bobs today on the old uh, COVID-19 train. We have had a very interesting, let's see, my uh, researcher, or I should say the show's researcher, has done an excellent amount of work around two things. So there's a new strain of COVID-19, which is known as the um, 382 variant. Basically, it's milder and there's a lower odds of people developing hypoxia and requiring oxygen. And this is a prevalent mutation. And so it's it's actually kind of becoming the the uh, the mainstream, if you like, the mainstream uh, Cov2 virus is now uh, becoming milder, which is good. Well, sorry, it's that that was always milder, but the you know, that kind of version of Cov2 is uh, milder than what's known as the wild version. <laughs> Also, the limitations of testing need to be understood and accounted for when looking at the numbers and making decisions. False positives are common, according to an article that my researcher sent me, but I didn't read, so I'll take his word for it. Because detecting the virus doesn't mean a patient is infectious, and mass testing, while the instances of virus are low, could cause more harm than good it argues. Need to read, read, need to reread. Oh, well, I haven't fucking reread it. Well, that's good then. <laughs> but I, I suppose that the argument there is, hold on, I'll just read the fucking thing and I'll tell you what the argument is rather than just guessing. Right, here we go. He's, he's uh, given uh, extract, which is really good. Um, so, uh, the harms of false positive results can be substantial. Operations can be delayed or cancelled. Patients are kept in hospital just in case further testing is required. And in some cases, it drives local lockdowns. All right, very good. And I think we were looking for a a percentage of... What is that? What is the percentage of, um, you know... Uh, false positives. What's the po- full, f- false positives percentage? Or oh, maybe we didn't find that. No. <laughs> no, it's just talking about other things. For fuck's sake. This is supposed to be the, the research thread. It's not much fucking research in this thread, I tell you. Anyway, I don't know what it is. But right, if you have got COVID-19... Obviously, if you get a false positive, hopefully you'll get another fucking test. But how do they know it's a, if it's a false positive? I don't know. There you go. There's a question for you. Right. Anyway, um, yeah, that's a good bit, isn't it? <laughs> Welcome to the Trim Reports. So I am looking now at... Uh, cases all around the world and trying to find out what the trend is so i'm now looking at the uh, ecdc.europa.eu website for a weekly surveillance summary 
that uh, came out on Thursday. So it's a couple of days, you know, it's looking at the last week. It's not totally up to date, but it's actually a lot more up to date than the WHO map that I was looking at last year, uh, last year, last week. Um, and I'm loath to, you know, fucking job around on different I'm loath to do that. I'm loath to job around on different sources for, you know, kind of cases and stuff. But the problem with WHO is that it's way too fucking late. Like it's saying that, you know, Spain, for instance, is um, decreased by 10% from last week. Well, I don't know where the fuck they're getting that from because Spain is not decreased. Last time Spain decreased was um, 11 days ago. So, long fucking time ago. And um, anyway, I'll come to Spain in a moment. First of all, just a kind of outlook for Europe on this website, the European Centre for for Disease Prevention and Control. It says that as of Wednesday, the uh, 19th of August, the 14-day case notification rate for the EU and UK countries has been increasing for the last 31 days and it is uh, I mean it's like basically they're saying 37 uh, per 100,000 population but of course that's you know useless I mean what's the point in giving a one number for an area that's um, where there's like hundreds of millions of people living fucking stupid anyway I've go out of my way to find this fucking thing, and then the first thing I say is it's stupid. But this is a bit interesting. Increasing the 14-day COVID-19 case notification rates compared to those seven days earlier have been observed in 18 countries. So this is the seven days they've gone up in these following countries. Austria, Croatia, Denmark, France, Germany, Greece, Ireland, Italy, Liechtenstein, Lithuania, Malta. There's some places. I don't have any listeners in Liechtenstein. So, fuck you, Liechtenstein. Or, if you're listening from Liechtenstein, welcome. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, Malta, fuck off, Malta. Netherlands, hey! (laughs) I've got a listener. Uh, Norway, oh, I've always loved Norway. Um, Slovakia, Slovenia... Spain, Spain, got listeners in Spain, Sweden and the UK. Rates in these countries have been increasing for between 1 and 42 days. Well, that's, I mean, useful to know that they've been increasing, um, you know, that they're on the increase. But at the end, though, it isn't a seven-day thing. It's just that they're looking at the last seven days to see if there's any increase. Um, so now, anyway, it goes on and on and on. Seven countries had a weekly test positive of 3% or higher. Uh, those seven countries are just trying to work out where my listeners are. Um, France, Netherlands, Poland, Romania and Sweden. <laughs> if you're in Bulgaria, um, well, fuck you. No, listen, please listen. If, you, if you've got a friend in Bulgaria and they're not listening to the show, bloody send it to them, for God's sake. What's wrong with you? And um, four countries, France, Greece, Netherlands and Slovenia, had a weekly test positivity that had increased compared to last week. Among six countries that reported data up to week 33 from primary care, sentinel services, 
Um, there were no detections of SARS-CoV-2. Okay, great. All countries that reported influenza-like illness uh, have observed consultation rates that remain similar to or lower than those reported during the same period in the last two years. So there's no big uh, kind of uptick in primary care. I think when they say primary care, I think they're talking about care homes. Um, must be, mustn't it? Yeah, because now it's hospitalisation, and hospitals in the following places, they have had an increase in patients with COVID nineteen. Bulgaria, but I don't have any listeners in Bulgaria. But yes, Chechnya again, no fucking listeners there. But Greece, yes. Poland, yes. Romania, yes. Slovakia, no. Um, no other increases have been observed. Brilliant. Based on data reported from 22 countries, we estimate that 25% of reported cases have been hospitalised. Data from 16 countries show that a total of 14% of hospitalised patients require ICU. So, okay, so that's probably a kind of background estimate of the number of people that have got COVID-19. 25% of them will need to be hospitalised. But there's a big range in that, country range of 6 to 60%. It's a big fucking range, isn't it? But those ones that I mentioned, the number of people going to hospitals has increased over the last week. They have been, them being Bulgaria, Chechnya, Greece, Poland, Romania and Slovakia. So, and also, worryingly enough, there is also an increase in mortality as well. Um, stable, you know, most of the most of the place, but increase um, in Belgium and Romania. Um, yeah. Okay, so that's interesting, isn't it? Now let's take a look at a couple of countries in particular. First of all, there is a mood board. I don't know how else to describe it on this beautiful website here which is a colour-coordinated mood board. And so it's very difficult to get a sense of the overall, uh, sorry, like the specific, um, you know, kind of where things are going. Because you, ca you actually can't interact with this mood board, weirdly. You can just make it bigger or smaller. But it's a, there's two, uh, there's three colours involved. Well, is grey a colour? Don't know if it is. But anyway, there's um, red and blue and grey. Okay, so red is bad, blue is good, and grey is the same. Red is decrease, like getting, sorry, increase, getting worse. Blue is decrease, getting better. So the UK now is in the, and this is like, it's a beautiful thing to watch. I mean, you know, or not watch, but look at. It's definitely worth your time, but you don't have the fucking time. You're relying on me to give the information. Anyway, 14-day um, notification rate per 100,000. So we've got testing rate, test positive rate. Okay, so it's the first one we're looking at. 14 days. So, right, okay, so it's for the entire uh, period from March right until, you know, the kind of end of August, which is where we are now. The UK is in the red now. Sweden is in the red now. Spain is big time in the red. Um, let me see. I'm just thinking about my my listeners now. Romania, 
in the blue. Portugal in the kind of grey. This is the <laughs> If you're actually relying on, you know, statistics, probably, you know, verify what I'm saying. Poland, poor, it's difficult to say, a bit grey, I'd say. Norway, red. Netherlands, red. Malta, red. But I don't have any listeners in Malta, so fuck you, Malta. Uh, Luxembourg, blue. Well done, Luxembourg. Lithuania, I don't have any listeners. Uh, Italy, grey. And grey for a long time, Italy. Ireland, red. Ireland, for crying out loud. Did you hear about the, sky, the scandal in Ireland? The Skyland, I was about to call it. The island, the island scandal, the Skyland. Um, some fucking idiot like went to some fucking thing. And now he's had to resign. Basically, that's what you need to know. And he's a politician. Uh, Iceland well, was very in the red very recently, but now it's kind of gone grey again. Hungary, grey. Greece in the red. Greece, for God's sake. Uh, Germany in the red. France in the red. Um, Denmark in the red. Finland, grey. Um, let's see, where are, where are we going? Belgium has been in the red for quite a while, but now it's looking a bit grey now, which is good. I think it actually is bluey, so it's going down. Well done, Belgium. Austria, just in the red very recently. Overall, for the EU and the UK, so it's been in the red for a good chunk now, good, like, you know, at least August. Right, so that was quite interesting, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, you know, imperfect in every way, but still quite interesting. So now I am going to take a look at the United States. So we've got a... Oh, this is a nice map. Look at this. This is a great map. 14-day... No, it doesn't give us any figures, though, for the 14-day trend. But you can see in Spain, the 14-day trend is going up big time. Right, United States, it is coming down in the US. This is the big news. In the US, it is coming down. And let's just zoom in in the US. And let's just see, hopefully it will give us a state-by-state, you know, do-do-dee thing. For fuck's sake, this fucking map. It's the New York Times map. It's so fucking shit. It's like, you'd imagine that they would have a really good map, you know? Colorado, uh, fucking Colorado. Where's the states for crying out loud? Sorry about this. Right, okay, the states. I can't remember every state that I've got a listener in, but oh, Kansas. I've got a listener in Kansas. So well done. Hello, Kansas. Uh, how are you doing? Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Share it, like it. We're not in Kansas anymore, but you are if you are in Kansas. I think you think that's uh, like someone. Because of the Barack Obama link to Kansas, yeah? Must be. Anyway, um, right, where's it going up? North Dakota. I don't have any fucking listeners in any of these places where it's going up. Of course I don't. North Dakota. Maybe Iowa? Have I got any, uh, maybe I've got listeners in Iowa. Anyway, it's going up in Iowa. Right, where is it mostly the same? Uh, Kansas. It's mostly the same in Kansas. Illinois. California. I'm just trying to remember where my listeners are in the States. <laughs> but I can't remember. New York is fantastically, right, on, on the... It's like, you know, it's not decreasing. decreased massively, as we all know. Uh, New Jersey, Connecticut, it's the same. I'll just read the bloody things. Ken, uh, Kentucky, North Carolina, 
Puerto Rico, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Indiana, Minnesota, Alaska, Montana, uh, Rhode Island, Washington, Michigan, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, and I said Connecticut as well. Yeah. So they're all the same. This is where it's decreasing, including, I've got listeners in a couple of these places. Florida, it's decreasing. Fantastic. I'm decreasing sharply in Florida. Um, now, where else? Texas, it's decreasing. You know, not as sharp as Florida, but it's going down. That's good, isn't it? Georgia, Mississippi, Louisiana, South Carolina, Wisconsin, Nebraska, Nevada, it's decreasing. Hello, Nevada. Alabama, Arkansas, 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 <laughs> Idaho, Maryland, Arizona. Hi, Arizona. Uh, decreasing. That's fantastic news that it's decreasing in Arizona. New Hampshire, Massachusetts, uh, Colorado, um, Oregon. I've got uh, lots of listeners in Oregon, weirdly. I don't know why. But anyways, you've done amazingly well, Oregon. This is the kind of listenership I like. Well done. And it's decreasing from, you know, increased a little bit. Delaware, New Mexico, Washington, D.C., Ohio. I think that's everyone. Is that everyone? Yeah, I think so. Right, so well done. That's good. It's fantastic news that it's decreasing in the States. Now, this is not good news, though. New deaths are increasing in the following places. Hawaii, Pennsylvania, Oregon. Oh, for fuck's sake, Oregon. Jesus. Uh, Minnesota, Georgia, Tennessee, North Dakota, Oklahoma, Kentucky, Missouri, Indiana, Wyoming. All those places, all those fucking Republican places. Um, you know, I don't have listeners in. But uh, apart from Kansas. Kansas is Republican, yeah? Yeah. Well, anyway, you're welcome. I don't care who you vote for, as long as I do care if you vote for Trump. If you vote for Trump, don't fucking listen. Turn it off right now. This isn't for you. This isn't for you. But maybe you're persuadable. So I'm the one to persuade you. Yeah, very good. Anyway, seven-day average. Um, You know, it's it's looking good, basically. You can see that it's coming down. Um, Reported cases. I mean, obviously, we know it's reported cases. And I heard this very interesting thing from the guy that leads the centers for disease control today whereby they are estimating so it's around about five what is it 5.8 million um confirmed cases in the states and the guy that runs the centers for disease control is estimating 30 to 60 million so let's do uh what my researcher says just put it in the middle 45 million right so you then got to times by nine your um your your cases so in britain we've got what is it 320,000 so what's 320,000 times 9 hold on a second is that right no it's not quite cuz 5. 5.8 is closer to 6 isn't it yeah so 6 times 6 times 6 is 36 6 times 7 is 42 6 times 8 this is good uh, podcasting isn't it so let's say let's say times by 7 yeah maybe times by 7 is a bit um, a bit safer so anyway I mean it's all like you know nobody fucking knows 30 to 60 million there's a bit of a gap there isn't there anyway let's just say 320 
thousand times by seven. Can you hear the calculator? <laughs> so, as the like the roughest estimate ever, it's around about two million two hundred forty thousand people in the UK that have had COVID nineteen, and they, they reckon that about twenty. Uh, to 25% of people in New York have had COVID-19 in some areas of New York, which is extraordinary when you think about it. Looking at the map that I looked at yesterday, Miami still is red, uh, not yesterday, last week. Miami is still red, but things are coming down, which is good. And uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We've still got hot spots, you know. So you've got to wear your masks, okay? Never mind about any other bullshit. Just wear your masks. It's amazing. Like, you know, this is how you get... You don't go to the fucking bars. Don't go to the restaurants. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Social distance. It's called social distance for a reason. You have to social distance. And just very quickly around the world using the uh, the debunked, <laughs> like the discredited WHO map because it's got such a massive... Um, like lag on it uh so i don't know like you know just verify all these but we're looking at australia maybe going down is that true i mean i don't know i mean maybe it's probably pointless isn't it doing the rest of the world because i still haven't found listen if you know i don't know what i'm missing here i've spent so many hours trying to find a reliable seven day average thing for the whole world i can't fucking find it Social distance of podcast at gmail.com if you can. But it gives you a bit of a sense of like, you know, things are looking good for the first time in a long time in the States. And it hasn't kicked off, even though it has been pretty rubbish in the UK. And every day now it's over a thousand. It hasn't kicked off yet in the way that it has in, in Spain, for instance. Um, and in other parts of, of um, you know, of Europe. Now, it may well be that it will when schools open, and that's certainly the fear, is that, you know, schools will spread the... I mean, it, well, everyone knows that schools are going to spread the virus. It's just a question of how much it, will it get out of control. And the R number is now over one, in the UK, so that is not good, or one, one or above, not, maybe not over one, but it's one. Um, so that's really not good, you know. But we've got to remember Zoe Hyde's um, advice on all of this. If locally things are quiet, then there is there's just not enough of the infection in the local town or where, wherever you're living to get into the schools in such numbers for it to really kind of take off you know having said that uh you know old boris johnson is back from his fucking holiday writing his fucking book and so allegedly like that's the rumor so um you know we we expect that pubs will close i mean i i would be very surprised if that doesn't happen because everything tells us that it's only a matter of weeks before it gets busy anyway even without the bloody schools opening you know and um, death statistics there's always a lag on death statistics so it's really not good 
that in some countries in Europe they are already going up. Anyway, that's the trend report. from Malcolm and while I just uh, take a look at it here here it is I'll just open it I'll say that um, episode 500 is on no episode 500 (laughs) episode 150 is on Wednesday and we're going to do a big drive to get a bit of listener participation more than emails for episode 200 so the idea is that you send in your own cover version of the social distancer song yeah so um that's a good idea isn't it yeah now i mean obviously if you're really keen to do it then we can put it in the episode 150 episode on episode 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 on wednesday episode but episode 200 is like fucking weeks away i mean i can't what's 50 divided by three it's 15 15 weeks away is that right Yeah, because only three of the things are numbered now, aren't they? Three of the four shows are numbered. And, um, yeah, so 15 weeks is a long time, isn't it? That's like four months, is it? Four months? Yeah, just under four months. So we've got ages. It's basically Christmas time. So that's a nice little Christmas present, isn't it? Yeah. Listening to people's show uh, stories. uh, No, not stories. uh, Songs. So the social distancer song very easy you know the one i mean you know bump into everyone like it share it blah 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 and you've just heard a great version of it on the old guitar there but you do whatever you like you know gamelan recorder just a cappella a cappella whatever you like and send it into social distancer podcast at gmail.com and malcolm has sent me one an email to that address malcolm normal a kind of regular contributor says must be true then so the strap line of this is, is that what they call it subject line is ha 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 and then he has 
sent me an image that I didn't see, but it's from the government in the UK. It said, Chief Medical Officer's Statement on Schools. Teachers are not at increased risk of COVID-19. Not is in big letters. It's also got the NHS logo on it as well. And Malcolm says, must be true then. <laughs> and an emoji of a kind of laughing, you know, that laughing, smiling thing that's sometimes on its side. You know, that face. And it says, Malcolm. So thank you very much for sending that, Malcolm. And um, yeah, if you wish to contribute, then um, send us your songs. Okay, so um, I'm going to call it a night, but first, before I do, I'm looking forward to seeing Tenet, but I don't know when I'm going to see Tenet. But I, um, I had this idea about the structure, well, based on this uh, kind of guy that reviewed the trailer, the last trailer, which came out a couple of days ago, which looks really, you know, interesting. Based on that, not based on a review of the thing, which, the, you know, the reviews are coming out now. The reviews! But anyway, based on what this dude was saying, reviewing the trailer, I thought, oh my God, it's going to be structured like that. I'm not going to tell you anything about it because, you know, because of spoilers and all of that. But it's not like that anyway. So that's a bit of a shame, isn't it? And also the new Batman with that dude, Patterson. He's in both of those films, isn't he? Yeah, he's good. I really like Patterson. Check out the uh, childhood of a leader if you haven't already because he's really good in it and also the um what they're called the uh the safety safety brothers yeah is that what they're called <laughs> the guys that did uncut gems their other film or one of their other films i think it's called good times or good time um robert patterson's in that as well he's brilliant in that the safety brothers yeah Anyway, um, yes, well, okay, so here we go. Take a look. Oh, by the way, Merlin Sheldrake, the son of Rupert Sheldrake, has got an article in, or an interview or something in The Guardian, all about lichen. Uh, well, all about fungi, but I'm sure I'll get a bit of lichen in there, you know. So that's good, isn't it? It's quite um, something, calling your son Merlin. But it's nice that he's, you know, got into the old science arena, just like his incredibly influential uh, father. Father! Father! Anyway, I'll stop shouting father. <laughs> and I will think of the lichen. I will think of the fungi. And I will think of the beautiful, all oh, the fucking lovely lichen. We went out on a walk on Dartmoor. It was a brilliant walk yesterday. Really, we spent all day on this walk with some dear friends of ours and the lichen was thick like it was like a muppet's hair in like a lot of places it sat on the rocks as thick as a muppet's head the hair on the head and it was lovely and um it's quite difficult not to you know pull it off but i didn't pull it off <laughs> all right Listen, you just uh, have a lovely time, day, time. See you tomorrow. And take care of yourselves. And if you're new to the show, every night, what we do is we go three, two, one. Then I say, walk between the raindrops. And when I'm saying it, you say it too. And it's this moment of global ecstasy. Ready? 
Do I say three, two, one, or one, two, three? I think I say one, two, three. Three, two, one. It's Ted Rogers. Um, one, two, three. Walk between the raindrops. Take care. Thanks for listening. Thank you.